I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. Until, until the waterfall's home. We seek the deep lake and a wish-granting salmon. Until, until the Last time on Join the Party. Three Lips forfeits the duel against Troy, saying he can't strike royalty. Troy chases down Three Lips once they get down from the dueling arena, but the delegation from the Crags is whisking Three Lips away. Troy demands the safe passage of his best friend, but is refused since, one, he has no power, and two, everyone in the Crags thought he was dead, including the king, his brother. In the upside-down volcano, Cammy tries to convince the spirit of competition, aka Laurelis, to stop the sea monster about to break through the stadium's arcane barrier. Laurelis is reluctant to meddle in the competition while the games are going, since that's kind of his whole thing. But he musters what middling powers he has, reviving Smelly Haze from falling down the stairs and dying, and giving Cammy a pair of Corsair Jorbins so she can dunk better. Back in the stadium, Umbi goes looking for Orello since he hasn't seen him since he was sent to check out Radbert's boat. Down on the docks, it seems like the boat is weirdly empty except for a heavily locked hold. Umbi figures out the lock's combo, revealing a tied up Orello and a really nasty smell. As Umbi's untying Orello, he feels the pressure of the butt of Radbert's gun. I don't have a good line. Let's just see what happens next. Let's get the party started. I don't know what you're doing down here. It's probably best if you stayed down here for a while. What's your AC? 13. Okay, so I hit that. Please take 23 points of damage as Radbert fires his massive hand cannon directly into the back of your head. As you tumble down the stairs and fall down into the hold right next to a hogtied Arello. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. And I was like, you know what, Julia? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it wasn't fine. That's why I wanted to send someone with Arello. And everyone's like, this is what he does. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I think I said that. That is what I said. <laughs> yeah. No, I said that too. I mean, the other person would have just been taken as well. So. No, not necessarily. Like, if. Arello was the distraction and you saw what happened to him then mm. you know we could have handled it that's on me I wanted to do the the side quest so badly in the semi-final round of the bullseye duels we have Troy Riptide going up, up against Archimedes Sevens 
Throw your back up there and get the wide-winged and deeply serious Archimedes Sevens. So he won his round? He won his round. Who did he beat? Radbert. Oh. Of course he won his round. He's Archimedes. Come on. I'm glad. Good. Yeah. Oh, wait, what am I missing? How was Radbert in the stadium and shooting me in the back of the Oh, head? it took a long time. <laughs> it took a long time. It's now round two and it's getting set up. Okay, okay. okay. So it's like Radbert lost. And then it was like, <laughs> all right, bye. And then Lemon <laughs> left. Does that mean Robert's got damage? Uh-huh. Who can say? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Ha! Nothing is going to stand in my way to become the future builder of the hothouse. Not even you, Prince Troy. Secret Prince. <laughs> Someone's so serious. He's so bad at talking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm still the Troy that you had a beer with. Know your weapons, fine. All right. <laughs> God, it's been a day. Is that right, everybody? Hasn't it been a day? <sighs> it has been a day. It's been a day. Okay. Oh, getting it back, getting it back. It's 1.30. You can recover, Riptide. You can recover. All right, I want everyone to roll initiative. That includes you, Cammy. Oh. All right. All right. Roll initiative? Yeah, let's roll initiative. Now 20. Let's fucking go. Whoa. Uh, is this the first time we're rolling initiative this entire game so far? I have advantage Probably. on initiative. Yeah, it is. Oh, hell yeah. Whoa, I rolled a seven twice. That's crazy. Hey, one in 400 chance. Nine for me. <laughs> uh, your boy got an eight. All right, wonderful. Cammy, you are hustling back to the stadium. How do you want to get there faster? You just want to run? What do you got? You have an idea? Hmm, how do I want to get there faster? <laughs> Eric, what if I did a thing where, like, I, <laughs> on the way down the mountain, I saw, like, oh, like a piece of wood. I'm thinking I want to do some fucking, like, surfboard, surf down the mountain shit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Explain to me how. So you played uh, Breath of the Wild. Sure. Sometimes you just find, like, a piece of wood that you could use as a shield, but also surf down a hill with. Sure. Uh, give me an Arcana check and expel a spell slot. I'll do a second level spell, I guess. Okay. I'm thinking if you're going to do a second level spell, we make it at least a 15 of Arcana. Well, I rolled a 17 plus whatever the fuck my Arcana is. So. Okay, cool. What, is this, what does this look like? Cammy just like, oh, I think Nani with her little tentacle like scoops up a piece of wood that is like perfect skateboard size. Sure. And just throws it down in front of Cammy and Cammy goes, serves up, my guys. <laughs> I love it just like there's just like steam yeah. like it kind of looks like magical tea is being poured like in a like have you ever seen like on cruise ships they have those like contained surfing things yeah 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 it looks like that but it's like spectral tea right there's just like a, a path being poured for you as you're, you're, you're heading yeah. down and smelly haze is clicking to your waist being like oh, I can't hang ten I'm still not sure how to hang ten you just put your two feet down that's hanging ten <laughs> Incredible. All right, it's our back to the duel. This is Archimedes' turn. Archimedes sets up his magical sniper rifle, and he fires on Troy. That is a 14. Does that hit? It does. All right. You're going to be okay, Troy. Archimedes sets up his sniper rifle and fires three laser, quick laser shots at you. One hits you firmly in the chest as the other two fly backwards and hit people in the crowd, but they're they're soaked on it. <laughs> they're stoked on it. It's like getting hit with a fly ball on the top of the head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, eight points of damage. Oh. Huh. That first, all three of those were just a warning shot. The first one was a warning of what I can do, and the other two was a warning to everyone to get out of the way. Okay. And Troy uh, reaches for an arrow, knocks it, fires on Archimedes. Uh, It's not your turn in the initiative, unfortunately. Oh, shit. Back in the smelly hold of Radbert's ship, he goes, So when did you figure it out? Radbert, this place smells like shit. What did you do? You still have no idea. Why did... Uh, I can't... Fine. I'll just... I'm so. Fl- I was waiting for someone to figure it out, but not someone who didn't know anything. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It's only a matter of time. Radbert's armor then clatters to the ground, and you see that the dandelion spores kind of just go and blow all over the cargo hold down here. Why are you nude now? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then all around the room, you hear, We're not nude. We've never been nude. That's not how any of this works. 
It is now Troy's turn. Great. Troy is going to knock two arrows and fire both at the same time. Troy, this is 200 feet away. Do you have disadvantage? I would normally, but I can use a risk die to double the normal length. So I'm going to use a risk die and use steady aim to double the normal and maximum range for my next turn. Okay. And that means that my close range is now 200 feet. All right, fire away. Get him. All right. All right, a uh, nine and a 13 to either hit. Neither of those hit. Yeah, I think both shots go completely wide. And Troy looks at his bow and then looks up at Archimedes and is genuinely really embarrassed. (laughs) It seems like the prince that wasn't promised wasn't promising anything. All right. Am Am I right, fellas? What? Not the crowd. I love them. What? (laughs) Troy wants to look around. Does he see Umbi or Cammy there? Uh, Make perception check. (laughs) You like look off into the distance and you see Cammy surfing down a mountain. (laughs) Eight. No, no, you don't see anything. You're you're up too high. You can't see the ground from here. Hmm. It's just the crowd and the lights that are now. It's now getting a little bit on the stage because it's much later in the day. Mm. So it's like the, the stage is being lit up. There's sun in your eyes. You just can't see anything. Try sweating. Yeah. Umbi, it's your turn. Is this guilt? (laughs) (laughs) Am I tied up or anything or did I just get hit? No, you just got hit and you fell down the stairs. Okay, tight. Normal. Yeah, normal shit. Yeah, then I'm just going to throw a flashbang. Sure. That means that as a bonus action, I can throw one of these explosives at my feet, disorienting and distracting nearby foes. Each large or smaller creature within five feet of me can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Hell yeah. So I turn to Radbert and I'm like, around all around the room. Yeah, I just <laughs> turn in circles. You turn in circles and you're turning around the room. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Do you like? Do you, you think you're cool? Like, what? What? God, this is so boring. And I flashbang. <laughs> cool is such a uh, is only an idea that mortals care about. We spend so much time figuring out whether or not. What we're doing is good for other for other green folk. Ugh. God, unless everyone here is freed from that mortal coil, coil all right? It's going to be so much easier for everyone. Sure, whatever, man. And I flashbang. <laughs> and then I'm going to run up the stairs. Uh-huh. I'm grabbing Arello on the way as well. Uh, Arello, he's a, he's a chunky lad. Uh, I'm going to need you to make an athletics check for me, old man. Okay. Old man strength. Old, old man, man strength. strength. Oh, oh, man, man strength. strength. 14. Let me roll for how heavy Arello is. Because you're right on the edge. You are right on, right on the edge there. Okay. I would say with a 14, you can get Arello up, Arello off your shoulder. However, I would say that this is going to have your speed. So you can get out of the room, but you are still like in the doorway slash hallway with the smoke coming in. Cool. Tight. And then because that's all bonus action and free actions... I would say picking up Arello is an action. Mm, you're probably right, but is it? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I think that getting him, and because you got to pick him up. Yeah, you're right, Eric, but like, are, is it? <laughs> yes, yes, Brandon, You're right, but is. could you choose to be wrong right now? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it is. Okay. It's fine. I know Good what progress, you want. Yeah. I know what you want to do, but we're going to come back around. Cool. All right, we're coming back. Cammy, you are now in the town, riding on your, riding on your surfboard. You want to do anything else? <laughs> oh. Ooh. You can do a perception. You can you can try to like put some stuff together. If you have a question, you can make a check for it. You want to try to go faster. You can try to hit like a cool ramp if you want. Anything is up for grabs. I'm going to use a third level spell, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cast sending. Okay. To Umbi. Yeah. Being like, hey, really concerned about this giant crab. I'm gonna be down over there to see if I can do anything about the magic so it doesn't kill everyone in the stadium. What are you up to? Um, be a dings in your head like you got new email. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Arello draped around your shoulders. Yeah, is there another act? Can he respond? Oh, yeah, sending allows a response. On the same action? Short message, 25 words or less. Creature hears in his mind, recognizes you as a sender. It knows and can answer in a like manner immediately. Immediately. So, yeah, um, um, you can respond with 25 words. Oh, you know, just kicking a little... Asshole's ass, real fast. 
It's 11 words. <laughs> Don't worry about me. What? 15. Morello. I got it. <laughs> 20 words. Ding, ding, nice. ding. And then you get an email back in your brain. Brandon, really? What? You didn't give. You didn't tell me where you are. You didn't tell me. All right, so we're back to the duel, <laughs> Archimedes and Troy. I tried to give you an out so that I could come help you. I Arch- no, you need to go back to the stadium. That. Troy Archimedes, needs help. Archimedes and Troy. We're both re-rolling for initiative. We're both re-rolling for initiative because uh, that's how the duel works. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. A third level spell for you right. to tell me I'm fine. Don't worry about me. When you just I am fine. You took 23 points of damage. Yeah, I still am fine, Julia. (laughs) All right. What'd you get? I got 12 plus 2, 14. 14. Hold on. I don't want to hear any shit if you go down and he's like, oh, well, no one tried to heal me this time. (laughs) I'm just saying that right now, buddy. (laughs) I got a 15. We're going to keep the where we at. You hear a booming over the PA system. Move forward 10 paces. And you are out of you are out of long distance range. Great. Okay. Ha! Now I have an even better shot. All right, buddy. It feels like cheating to like use a sniper on a duel. <laughs> That's his gun. Uh, and then he shoots three quick shots, all that land uh, about ten feet in front of you, Troy. Oh, I oh see. no! It seems that I've missed. Nuts. <laughs> that seems disingenuous. Yeah. Can I roll perception? Is is absolutely he trying? Please, please roll perception. 18, flat. You notice that the shots of this laser sniper, the other one, the ones are usually like a Star Wars laser green. These were like a pink red. And uh, you got an 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems to be shot 10 paces in front of you, exactly where you're going to stand next round. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. All right. It is now Radbird's turn. <laughs> That's fine. If you want to, you can escape. You have, there's nowhere to go. So I'm too far away. I can't hear you. I don't. I also don't care about what you're saying. No, I, you can hear. You. There's <laughs> as it's just booming from the other round. Fine. If that's what you want, then you can. Then you can leave. But there's nowhere to go. Audrey the Rotten Queen will find you wherever you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> so validated. <laughs> Umby, I think you're standing at the door, kind of in the door jam. Yeah. You see that a bunch of the dandelion seeds collect and slam the door shut, keeping you out of the hold. Cool. Yeah, make a perception check with me. Remember with disadvantage. This is so fun. This is so fun. Eight. Great. <laughs> Say it with confidence, Brandon. It smells. Troy, it's your turn. Great. Yep, Troy's going to fire at Archie. All right, give me those shots. Come on, Amanda. Let's go, Come on, Amanda. Amanda. You roll the dice. Good. One nat 20 and Fuck one yes. seven. Fuck yes. yes. <laughs> Destroy this man. Remember, you missed. You, miss, you can have that other one bounce back with uh, Ricochet. I will. So let's say that I actually am firing both of them at the gun. And so I think one, like, pings off the metal siding of yeah. the gun. And just bounce and try to bounce up into his face. Yeah. All right. Nope. That's worse. That's no, a seven. The other one, it flies up the air. But you do get that. You do get that nat twenty. Yep. All right. Let me roll damage. Mm-hmm. Destroy him. Uh, it's a seven plus two for a nine. All right. Well, that's seven on the die times two because it's nat twenty. Fourteen plus your dex is two. Yep. All right. That's sixteen damage. Ouch. Ouchie. Yeah. That's a hurtful thing to do. He has a very like ornate armor on that's almost like steampunkish almost. He's like, I made this myself. And of course you nail him right in between two pieces of armor <laughs> that come between. Ah, Should have had it made professionally. <laughs> My only weak spot where the armor doesn't come together. <laughs> Alright, Umbi, it's your turn. Okay. Is Arello awake? He is. Does he have a towel in his mouth or something? Yes, he does. Well, I'm going to pull the towel out of his mouth. Oh, thank you. Can you walk? Do I have to? God <laughs> damn it, Arello. Yes. No, I can't. He broke them. <laughs> broke what? My getaway sticks. <laughs> My leg. <laughs> Couldn't you tell they're, they're at very they're at very funny angles. Deletes the word legs from my vocabulary, replaces it with getaway sticks. God damn it, Arello, if we get out of this and if and it turns out that you didn't break your legs or you just wanted me to carry you, I'm going to kill you myself, you realize, right? You can just le- I'm not I know most of the time I'm a fanciful I'm a fanciful japester, but really you can see they're at inappropriate angles. <laughs> Fine. 
And I'm going to throw down another flashbang. Cool. And continue to leave the ship. Can I dash with someone on me? Yeah, you can dash with someone on you. You can make it. You can get out. Okay, then yeah, I'll, I'll dash. Cool, cool. You get out of the smoke. You are back up on deck. So there is no more smoke pouring in, or at least you can see the smoke is like following you out of the hallway. I will ask for some saves to try to get the nasty smoke out of your lungs to see if you're still disoriented, but you're, you're more so in the clear for sure. Cool. Cool. All right, you're out. Yeah, you are back on deck. You also see that there is a platoon of craggish guards leading three lips over to an official-looking royal ship. It is, uh, from what you saw from the debris from all the way back in the beginning of the arc, this is the Mark III of these ships. Tight. Can I use a free action to yell over to them? Always. Uh, help! We need, a, we need medical attention over here, please! Who, who's asking? Can I use my I think I know you on this car, Derek? Yeah, Absolutely! <laughs> Marcus. Oh, come on. Let's see. Let's see, baby. I, I love it, but you could also say that you're just friends of Prince Troy. I know. <laughs> I know, but this okay. is fun, Julia. All right. You might also have your feelings about it. I, I get it. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. I think that was a three. So no. Okay. No. Cool. Then, yeah, I'm just going to use another free action to say, this is Arella. I'm Umbi. We're friends with Three Lips and Troy. Can we use some help, please? Three lips, have you seen this wrinkly old fruit before? Yeah, I have. He's friends with he's friends with Troy. Oh no, I rolled a five. Unfortunately, sir, we're on official we're on official royal business. I'm we a do goddamn not senator of Overstock. If you don't help me, I'm going to literally invade your country. Help! <laughs> that's that's not Senator, sir. That's not how diplomatic relationships work. I don't know. I don't buy this. I don't think the guards would not want to help someone and or would not respect a senator from another country. Okay, okay. Make, make an intimidation check then. Okay. Can I use persuasion instead? Uh, yeah, probably persuasion. You can use okay. persuasion. I don't know how I'd feel if uh, someone yelled at me that if I didn't help them, they were going to invade my country. I don't like it. I don't That's love called it. politics, Julia. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a 19 total. Oh, uh, senator. Um, we do need to... Leave shortly. Uh, That's fine. I'll let you it, it, just get us off this boat real quick, please. So I'm out of movement. So I want them to come over and help me not only carry Arello, but get me off this boat um, and out of danger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. We'll, we'll bring you over to the medical tent. But as soon as that happens, we do. We have to leave. We can only take you as far as we can. That's fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. On your turn, the guards uh, are now going last of the initiative. The craggish guards come over and lift up Arello from you. Thank you. Yeah, cool. If you drop him a few times, that's fine. <laughs> no, not my getaway sticks, please. Be gentle. <laughs> Hello, it's Amanda. I am busy uh, in Dublin right now after our Manchester jaunt to visit Jasper and what was no doubt a highly successful live show, visiting the Guinness factory and uh, eventually reluctantly flying home. So I will thank our newest patrons next time. But in the meantime, Julia and Brandon have been holding it down with a new party planning. That is, of course, the additional bi-weekly podcast you can enjoy from Team Join the Party if you're a patron at any level. We answer questions, play games, and peel back the curtain on the making of JTP. We have so much fun making party planning episodes. I watch all the ones that I'm not on because I find them so fun, and it's available for all of our patrons. So join us today for just $5 a month or more, or hey, if your income is inconsistent or you want to get yourself a gift, you can also sign up for a whole year of support up front. That's right, you get a pretty hefty discount on a year of supporting Join the Party with one payment. It is helpful for us, it's helpful for you, and it's all available at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. This week at Multitude, the show that I think I describe to people and see their eyes light up most often is Pale Blue Pod. This is, of course, an astronomy podcast for people who are overwhelmed by the universe 
and yet still want to be its friend. Astrophysicist Dr. Moya McTeer, who was consulted, by the way, Eric talked with her in creating Vertistello, and her friend, comedian Corinne Caputo, who has become a friend to all of us. She's so funny and so smart and so nice. Demystify space one topic at a time. If you think about space and you feel overwhelmed and you're like, wow, a lot's up there and it's so big and oh my God, then you can kind of begin to shift those feelings from overwhelmed to awe and make the universe feel like your friend. Sound designer Misha Stanton does an incredible job with editing and sound designing the episodes. Each of them takes place from a cozy location so you can feel blanketed by a a warm knit blanket and a cup of hot cocoa as you ponder things like black holes. Seriously, it's incredible and you should enjoy new episodes of Pale Blue Pod every Monday. Look for Pale Blue Pod right now in your podcast app or go to palebluepod.space. We are sponsored this week by Elderwood Academy. This is a fabulous group of artists who hand make immersive and custom D&D accessories just for you. They are best known for their hex chest dice boxes and their spellbook gaming box family, but they've been making all kinds of creative and artistic gaming accessories since 2014. Now, they were kind enough to send us some samples and I got an absolutely beautiful dice mat that I can roll on with the Pisces symbol on it, which I thought was really suitable for this campaign. And Brandon and Julia both got different kinds of wonderful like spellbook gaming boxes. So it's absolutely stunning. Honestly, they're so beautiful. They have foil pressed leather and hardwood forged together to make a beautiful dice box that looks like a hardback book. I'm honestly stunned at how beautiful they are. And they're also here to support the community of gamers more broadly. They want you to be happy in your gaming life and support They're items for life. They are so easy to work with, really customizable. They make beautiful dice, accessories, all kinds of stuff. You really want to check them out. So go to elderwoodacademy.com where they've been kind enough to extend a 10% discount to join the party listeners using code join the party. That's elderwoodacademy.com and use code join the party for 10% off your order. Finally, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And often in life, it's inevitable. You will have a tough choice in front of you where you are not really sure which path to take forward, if either of those choices is a good one, if putting it off will make the choice easier, or if it'll just make things harder at the end of the day. And I know for me, I am often racked by indecision where... Gosh, I'm so worried about making the wrong choice that I don't make any choice at all, which is often the worst case scenario. And I'm so worried about doing something wrong or harming somebody else or putting myself in a position that's less good that I just kind of like avoid it all together. And I am really grateful that I get to talk through those kinds of dilemmas with my therapist. And now I've been in therapy for many years since I was like probably 21, so a good 10 years now. But before that, I was so overwhelmed by the thought of finding a therapist like how do you do it what do you talk about is it like the movies you have to lay on a couch like what what does this involve and if you want an easier way to get into therapy BetterHelp can be a really useful first step it is entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist right there on your phone or the website and you can switch therapists at any time if you don't vibe for any reason at all for no additional charge. Seriously, if you want to start therapy and you're not sure how to begin, give BetterHelp a try. And let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. All right, we're all the way back. Cammy, it's your turn. Um, question for you, Amanda. Do you want help in the stadium or should I go underneath? Yeah. I'm chilling. You're chilling? You don't need help? You're good? Nah, I got plenty of HP. Okay. Fair enough. 
just be careful of those things. All right, uh, so I think Cammy is going to make her way down to the under part of the stadium where she did her uh, nerdy Hoover Dam tour mm-hmm. because that's what she doesn't know what's going on and that's her priority. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's also where all the boats are though, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I would see what's going on with Umby. Oh yeah, you can see. So the stairs are on the other side of the stadium, right? So you can run down. I think that with all this speed, you still have your actions and stuff. You hustle down those stairs that you took on one side of the stadium and then across this channel is is uh, Umby and Arello and these craggish guards are all clustered together on Radbird's boat. <laughs> Umby, what happened? I thought you said you were all good. What? I thought you said you were all good. I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> you look not fine, but okay. No, I'm fine. Arello might be hurt. I don't know. Umby turns around and there's a big part of the back of his head that's sheared off. So what happened? Guys, to be clear, I'm not, like, dying. I, I still have 15 health points. I still think it's pretty funny you got shot in the back of the head. That's more <laughs> of what I wanted to say. Okay, cool. It smells strongly of green peppers. Yeah. <laughs> Cammy, you're standing there. Now that you're back at the same spot, you see that there is a, a that dark spot under the water is still there, slamming itself against the magical shield and making Arcana check. <laughs> My arcana is four, so that is a 23. 23. Mm, Pretty good. This thing looks like it's about to fall apart. It is on its last legs. You can see cracks in the arcane shield that no one else can. Like looking at, it's like looking at ley lines. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out what I could possibly fucking do. I know, that's the thing. I'm going to probably come help you, but I don't know what to do. If you have a question, you can also roll again to see what's up. Yeah, I mean, like, I know that Laurelis gave me advice that said, I can't play defense until the offense happens, right? But, and as you hear reverberating through your head, but if you're on offense, you can make the first move. There are certainly questions you can ask me also that might give you more information. Mm-hmm. I give you one more check here before you make it an action. Yeah, I... Hmm. And also, if you're thinking something out, I can tell you what you already know. I mean, like, from that advice, I am considering breaking the shield myself. Okay. And then doing something. And I'm still trying to figure out what that... Well, if I break the shield already, Mm. will that push Laurelis to come and fix it? Laurelis truly is low power. Because no one prays to him. What he was trying to tell you without saying it because he's in a, an embarrassed spirit is that he set up the stadium years ago. Remember, 40 years ago? And people from Helverta Stella works and people will pray. He only has so much power. So although he believes in the um, fatalism of the world, he can't fix it. Okay. So he just doesn't have the ability to cast that spell again. Even if he can't fix the spell that is currently being broken, Correct. he doesn't have the ability to cast it again either. And also, he's not with you. Like, he decided to stay in the tower for what if, all those reasons as well. Mm-hmm. The Jorbins. How can I use the Jorbins to solve this problem? <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking missing something. This is my problem. I don't think you're missing something. I think you could also attack the creature. Yeah, I could do that. Mm, I could break it and then disorient it. I don't think you have to break the shield because, like, people can still leave. My assumption is that you can fire out. It just can't get in. Is that true? I could fire out, but it can't get in? I assume Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am going to cast the hex disorient, which is as an action, choose one creature you can see within 60 feet to make a con saving throw. Sure. I'll do that. Okay. I got a 11. That doesn't pass. (sighs) All right. So on a failed save, whenever this creature makes an attack roll before the end of your next turn, it must roll a D6 and subtract that number rolled from the attack roll. Okay. Sounds good. Great. Good to know. What does that look like? Well, that one's a hex. So Cammy, I think, looks around, looks down at this creature and just kind of nervously giggles like. 
and that radiates down and like through the water this creature hears it and becomes disoriented i like it that's picturing cool. the sound waves like rippling through the waters mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool it is now archimedes turn so troy and archimedes please roll initiative as y'all will walk 10 paces forward and troy you're now standing where those red lasers were shot and it's squishy underneath your feet okay that's a 13 I got a 17. Sorry. Archimedes again. Archimedes says, ha, you've stumbled right into my trap. It's time to... Oh, I forgot to say that. No, shit. You activated my trap card. What's your AC? 13. I got a nat 20, a 21, and a 15. So that hits. Well, Eric, I would love to use a risk die to employ skin of my teeth. When an attacker you can see makes an attack roll against me, I can expend a risk die as a reaction to dodge out of harm's way at the last second. Okay. Ooh, shit. So I add the risk die to my AC against this attack, potentially causing it to miss. All right. So it's normally a 13, and I'm going to add a 7 for a 20. <laughs> Amazing. Whoa. That's Amanda, awesome. That's so good. One then misses. How do you do this in a way? I want you to make a performance check. Yeah. Because I would say it's bad form to try to dodge in a duel. So. I think you're right. And I think it was simply an instinct. And he just did it without thinking. I mean, I think it's bad form to place landmines on a duel. So yeah. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's an 11. I, hey, the crowd wasn't really in your in your corner in the first place, so I think it's all right. <laughs> so seeing that his feet landed exactly on the like smoldering laser spots where they landed the last round, Troy like looks down at his feet, looks up at the laser, and for the first time in his life, he like blinches away and just instinctively rolls to the edge of the column. And I think as he realizes what he's doing and he doesn't want to appear cowardly, he lands like on one hip with his <laughs> one of his arms behind his head and one knee up doing a little like cover model pose to try Incredible. to try to dial it back. Tranquilo. You hear over the over the PA system. Your Highness, please go back to your dueling spot. Your dueling spot. <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to get points for style? All right. And it hops back up. Yeah, that was hot. Let him do his thing. And I think at that moment, uh, Archimedes waits for you to get back to your spot and then immediately shoots you right in the chest for the Minat 20 and then shoots at your feet. Make a dexterity saving throw for me. Mm. So 14 plus 5 for a 19. Incredible. Nice. As you step down, you see fire burst below you as whatever whatever was shot in the ground ignites. Uh, but you were able to jump out of the way before getting fully lit on fire. But you still are going to take the damage. So that's sporting? That's allowed? That's cool? <laughs> yeah, what does a fucking Laurelist have to say about that shit? You take 20 points of laser damage and six points of fire damage. Laser damage. All right. Down to six HP. Yikes. Okay. It's Radbert's turn. Probably does something. (laughs) Troy, go ahead. (laughs) All right. Doing another risk die. We're down to two, and I'm using my second to last one to do bite the bullet. As a bonus action on my turn, I can expend a risk die to gain temporary hit points equal to the number rolled in the die plus con. Nice. All right, so I gained six hit points, so I've got 12 now. Good. Troy, you get an extra plus two to your shots because you're closer. I bet he does too, though. He did. He did. <laughs> okay. I right. bet he does too, though. All right, Troy's down to one arrow but it is the bomb arrow. Oh. So he is going to pull it and fire. Let's do it. Come on, Troy. Instead of normal damage, this bolt deals damage as if the bomb has been primed and thrown, but doesn't have a blast radius. What kind of damage is this? This would be, I think it's fire damage. A regular bomb arrow is fire damage. Yeah. All right, Eric, how's a 24 feel? That hits. I think that hits, right? That hits. So what do I do? It's 2d10 fire damage for the bomb. Okay. And then whatever bonus. Let's do 2d10 plus your dex. So it's like your regular shots. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that's Troy's, as a marksman, that's his thing. So let's do 2d10 fire damage plus your dex. Love it. All right. So I'm going to roll 2d10 plus 2, which is my dex. All right. All right. So that's uh, 16 plus 2 for 18 points of fire damage. What does this look like? The arrow looks a little bit clumsy. 
the arrowhead <laughs> is a little bit bigger than usual. It's not very aerodynamic. It's not very aerodynamic. No, it's like a lumpy glass, almost like a hand-blown glass arrow. And just like it's not it's not like a factory glass. It's like lumpy and, and handmade. And everyone sees, I think, in his quiver that this is Troy's last arrow. And he fires. It hits true. I think everyone gasps. And then... May I also... I think the way it's set up is like there's a little glass vial with some powder and then as the arrow hit its target it punctures the glass and that's what like does the reaction i love that we zoom in so super super small mm-hmm. and see these little things here and you know we also see maybe i don't know those chemicals react to the laser mechanics of archimedes 7's laser uh, laser sniper that has uh, the ability to set things on fire oops Oops. Archimedes 7 does not plan ahead of time. Did not think of that. So I'm going to double that to 32 points of damage. My boy! As you see him, as he he turns around in the air so everyone sees the death skull. As he's flying towards the edge of the platform. All right. And he holds on with one hand. Phew. Phew. (laughs) I don't want him to die. I just want want him to lose. Troy's going to blow on the edge of his crossbow, make eye contact with the mayor and say, that's enough for you, right? Troy Ripton! Woo! Without waiting for a response, can I, like, use movement and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, Troy's gonna walk over and and pull him up. (coughs) Through my own hubris, I failed. You got me by blowing up my stuff. All right, come (laughs) on. We can talk about it later. No, I I don't want your charity. Tell Umbi. I need this man. He's my father. I need this. <laughs> Friendship. Make a dexterity check. All right, well, that's only a four. But Troy did yell friendship, and so his, his arrow necklace is going to fire. What? Yeah. You're a fire? Yeah, but like with the rope on it. Sure, make an attack roll then. All right. Because as you reach down... To grab for his hand, Archimedes, oh, lets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Archimedes lets go of the side no, and I starts see that to fall. Coming. Yep. Classic Archimedes. All right, so 17 to hit. That hits. Great. So <laughs> you fire. D8. Okay, only three points of damage. Archimedes falls. You say friendship. It fires off of your necklace, spiraling a rope, and latches into the middle of his breastplate. And now there is, as we zoom out, Troy is holding the rope. Yes. Uh, Feet braced against the edge and starts to hand over hand pull him back up. As Archimedes is just dead weight trying to fall as hard as he can. Yeah, I love that yeah. he's just giving up. He's just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back to Umbi. <laughs> Great. Well, I would love, um, as the guards are taking us off of the boat here, I would love to just like hop down when I get down off the plank. Yeah, sure. And let them take Arello to the medical tent. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I would uh, love to throw some bombs at this boat and try to sink it. Yes, LB. Oh, boy. Okay, rolling for that. Oh, yikes. Who knows what the poem is? Goodbye, poem. (laughs) Goodbye, poem. We don't need you. Well, Arello knows, I think. We don't know that Arello found out. That's true, we don't. Yeah, I think the three craggish guards lead Arello away. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And now bombs. And now, yeah, Umbus turns around reaches into his coat and pulls out his most favorite bomb. <laughs> he calls it Betty. Little kiss. He gives a little kiss. And he says, kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> and then chucks it at the boat. And obviously I'm going to prime that. Sure. So you said little kiss, Brandon. I don't think you have to put That's both of them. That's, That's true. Yeah, That's yeah. true. I'm also going to, when I prime a bomb, I can add a number of reagent dice up to my proficiency bonus. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to add three... Uh, reagent dice, yeah. which is Ooh. my proficiency bonus. So that adds an extra 3d10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to say this is AC 14. Okay. Fair and reasonable. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Your boy got a nat 20. Yay! Oh, two in one session. Two in one, one session from you? And I get to double this damage. Damn. That's a that's a one in four hundred chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Now, the question, Eric, is what is a ship's HP? <laughs> it's a good question. 
Okay, so that means I do 5d10. Times 2 times 2, yeah. Times 2 times 2, so times 4, plus 2 2. Okay, <laughs> great. I think that that 2 is going to really make or break. Yeah, really yeah, make yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 28 times 4 is 112, <laughs> plus 2 is 114 damage to this boat. Is that good, Eric? Holy shit. Hey, Eric, how much HP did this boat have? Do you think that's good, Eric? Do you think I did good? Eric, is that good? Eric, is that good for you? Eric, you is like that, that okay? Eric, did I do good? <laughs> hey, Eric, is this good? <laughs> hey, hey, Eric. All right, Eric is frozen, looking no, up. No, 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 no. This is great. I need to think about what happens next. <laughs> cool. 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 Cool move. Um, I don't know if this matters to you, Eric, but also just in general. No, it doesn't. Shut the fuck up. Anyone within the blast radius, any creature, needs to make a dexterity saving throw. But Hey, hey, Brandon. Uh, I agree with Eric that this was a really cool move. Just wanted to let you know that, yeah, I agree. What's the, yeah, what's the blast radiance on this? It's 15 feet normally, which is not that big. No, 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 no. 15 is good. That's fine. I just think that, like, it's a large boat. What I'm trying to do is just sink it. It doesn't really matter to me whether or not that everyone dies in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's what I'm trying to think. It's like, this wouldn't hit Radbert. Radbert feels farther away from you than 15 feet. But he's also in dandelion mode. Cool. He's chilling. Boom! <laughs> I also do want to note that this could be heard audibly up to a mile, so everyone <laughs> Yo, hears everyone this. hears it. Everyone hears it, for sure. Okay, me guess. <laughs> Massive explosion that just blows up the front again. of the Radbird pirate ship. <laughs> just wood and debris goes everywhere, and this ship tips up and then starts to sink. Like the beautiful Titanic. Into the channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about disorientation again, Julia. Yes. It has to roll a d6 and subtract the number rolled from its attack roll. Okay. As the ship starts to sink, you see Umbi assume a naval, like, military stance and do a, a salute as it falls into the ocean. Go, go, go. Kiss my ass, you piece of giant shit. And then Umbi turns out to, <laughs> turns to shoulder and says, I told you I was fine. Okay, I'm dealing with something else right now. Okay, let me know if you need help. All right. Bye. Thank you for dealing with that thing. Okay. The ship blows up, right? And two things happen. One is the cargo starts to float up to the water. You realize that there is 10, 15, 20, 25 barrels that are all floating in the middle of the channel. <gasps> Troy's favorite. Yes. And Umbi, they smell so bad like they smelled before. They smell terrible. Hmm. They're full of zombies. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cammy, make a, make a perception check. You know, it's like a six. A six? Yeah, it just smells. It smells nasty. Yeah. Nasty. Don't mm -hmm. like it. Can I at least, like, make the connection that it smells like how... You can't. Okay. If it's now your turn, if you would like to investigate it, you can, You may. No, I, I have things I need to do to this thing. Okay. The second thing that happens is you also see dandelion seeds that are starting to flutter up into the air and are flying away. Well, Eric, here's the question I had for you. Yeah. If this boat's on fire, which it almost certainly is... But did dandelion seeds, a couple of them catch on fire? I would say a couple of them, but not all of them. Okay, okay. A few of them catch on fire and go into the water. Yeah, do I hear a little bit of uh, some very small screams as they <laughs> burn? <laughs> uh, as the majority of them start to float off into the air. Okay. Amazing. Cammy, it's your turn. All right, so as a bonus action, I am going to use Cackle. So I'm going to just like nervously laugh to continue the disorient. <laughs> ha, this is so fucked up. Ha. Ah. And then as my action, I'm going to use cursed act. So one creature that you can see within range has to make a wisdom saving throw or be cursed. I would also like to point out that this thing needs to roll with disadvantage because I have insidious spell, which is when you cast a witch spell that affects a creature that is already under the effect of your hex, that creature has disadvantage on its first saving throw against the spell. Cool. Why would you want to do that to Umbi? <laughs> Not to Umbi, baby. <laughs> All right, what do I do? Wisdom saving throw? A, yes, a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Yeah, I rolled a four on the dice. Awesome. So 
with a cursed act, the creature is going to take 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier of psychic damage whenever it attacks or casts a spell. Okay. So if this thing continues taking attacks against this barrier, it's going to keep taking a 1d8 psychic damage plus my spellcasting modifier. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, it is now we're back up top with Troy and Archimedes. Troy, you have, you are now pulling Arch- the dead weight of Archimedes up. Is there anything you'd like to do? I think Troy's just going to focus on getting him up on top of the column as quickly as possible. And Why? Saying, why would you? Why would you ruin my reputation like this? <laughs> let me, let me die. To be honest, I don't think that I could handle <laughs> missing so many shots, getting unmasked as the prince, and killing you, you motherfucker, all in one <laughs> round. So honestly, this is more for me than it is for you. Just act <laughs> along, okay? Amazing. Uh, Incredible. Why would I do anything that wasn't for me? Archimedes Sevens. What did you and Umbi talk about all that time? I couldn't figure out most of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. It's fine. That's grandpa's for you. Yeah. You pull Archimedes, the big, the six foot tall, burly future god king, onto the platform, and he's just charred and black. Like real, real, like Looney Tunes exploded yeah. dynamite vibes. Yeah, Troy's going to put one boot on his chest, withdraw the friendship necklace from his armor, mm-hmm. gather a couple of the arrows that fell from previous rounds, and pick up the microphone to address the crowd. <gasps> and he goes, I don't like this contest. Still going to win it, though. <laughs> Still going to win it, though. Still going to win it, though. Woo! See you next round, Woo! jerks. He's going to win. And he's going to drop Woo! the microphone and walk back to the locker room. <laughs> They're saying Booterfly. I've never seen I've never seen a crowd turn on a turn on a contestant like that. So much. It's an incredible heel turn for Prince Tro- Fitz Troy Frankstone. After I dismount the column, do I see Umbi and Cammy now? Sure, make a reception check. Dear God, please see Ooh, us. Nat 20. Nat 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not around. You look around for them in the locker room. They're not here. But you did hear the loud-ass boom. You did hear the loud-ass boom coming from below the stadium. Yeah. Uh, Troy's going to look at the schedule. I have at least a round until I go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that- All right, next match. Kid Cervantes and continue as they call well, Kid Cervantes is going to win that. I know. Troy's like, yeah, I know. Fuck that. And he's going to descend the... Uh, the silent killer versus the murdering religious guy. <laughs> uh, Troy's going to descend the stairs from the locker room to check out what the hell is going on under the stadium. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you can head down there. Now, it is Radbert's turn, and the dandelion seizure is going to continue to blow away. Now it's no longer underneath the stadium, past the arcane barrier, and it's truly floating away into the sea winds. Hey, so it's Three Lips' turn. You look over, and you see that there's a craggish guard with a gunshot in his head. What? Because I rolled a nat 20 for Three Lips, getting away from the guard, and you hear... As Three Lips has hopped onto Archimedes Seven's super high-tech sailboat and is saying, see you later, don't look for me, and pulls out and speeds away. And you, when you look at Umby's face, he is full of delight, saying, Three Lips took the pirate life! Amazing. <laughs> no, I didn't! Stop labeling me, old man! Fuck you! Pirate! 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 <laughs> Incredible. Hey, where's Havana? Because Troy has like six HP. <laughs> That's an absolutely good question. I would assume Havana would follow Troy into the, the locker room, right? Well, that's why I asked, Brandon. Yeah, I think you could pick up Havana on the way. Oh, thank God, Havana! I, I, I need your whole thing right now. I work. I'm working on it. Great j- job. Um, dramatic. There's so much going on. Yeah, sorry I didn't tell you I was a secret prince when I was talking all about what my bruvs, all of that was true. Uh-huh, There's uh-huh. also, also I was the prince, um, and I just, we'll talk about that later. Uh, sorry, I need you right now. Okay, I'll start working on um, healing stuff. All right, Havana rubs his hands together and says something under his breath and puts his hands on you, and you uh, heal eight points of damage. Oh, that itches, bud. Whew. <laughs> Eight. Pretty good. Eight. Pretty good. Okay, so I have six temporary, 14 regular. Great. Okay. Umby, what are you doing? Um, 
Well, he does like an old man dance. You just when you speak, you just kind of oh, see. It's like the chaos portal just comes out, doesn't it? It's just like you're you pulling from the plane of chaos, and so just whatever comes out comes out. I mean, look, Eric. I got nothing. That's, it. That's where it is, right? <laughs> yeah. So he just does that, uh, celebrating the death of this boat. And hopefully some dandelion pods. I assume they're pretty far at this point, right? Yeah, they're they're gone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Radbert used his turn to get out of there. Yeah, well, I'm going to go up as close as I can to the channel, as close as I can to this big shadow creature and just yell. How can I help? Um, great question. What's up with those barrels? Oh, they, they stink. They stinky. They stank. Any, any other information about, like, what Radbert was doing or... What was going on on the ship before he exploded it? Mm. Good point. And he rushes back over to the barrels. Sure, what do you want to do with them? <laughs> Still not giving Cammy any context for what's going on <laughs> at all. <laughs> trying to see if I have anything that I could bring them in with besides just, like, rope. Yeah, you could try to grab one. Are they, like, close enough to the dock to try to just grab one? There's probably there's probably one if you stretch, Dave. You, I could make you roll and try to stretch out for one, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. You don't need anything fancy, just an athletics roll. Cool. Okay, I'm going to do that and just try to reach out for one without getting in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nine. Yeah, it's a little bit too far away. You try to stretch and you get a crick in your back. I'm like, oh, shouldn't do that. Oh! So you'd have to do something. You'd have to get over there. Or you'd have to use something to go to go grab it. We all know shape water. We all know shape water. Oh, I... oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you want to try to, pers- to investigate or perceive it from over there, you can. To like try to smell it again, or you can do something else. I just I don't think you can use another action to get it. God, I got it. Yeah, I'll do a investigation or perception, whatever you want. Yeah, I think an investigation for this one. What is? Oh, so first make a wisdom saving throw to see if you get you, you get the smoke out of your lungs. Oh, good point. Disadvantage or just regular? This would be regular. Okay. It'd be mean to give you disadvantage on getting the smoke out of your stuff. <laughs> hey, Eric. Yeah. Julia. Another nat 20. It's another nat 20. Holy shit. Keep those dice. Whatever you do <laughs> with those dice, those That's are good Chad. dice. It's Chad. It's Chad. Okay, so yeah, you're you're no longer, you're, the smoke is cleared. You've been out. I think that you getting the smoke of bombs instead, I think you're fine. You you're breathe fine it now. in deep. You're the, like, ah, The yes. smoke of the bombs is, is getting the other smoke out of your lungs. I've really developed a tolerance to most kinds of smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're good. Um, I would, yeah, just do an investigation check there. Okay, cool. Investigation. That is a 13 total. 13. Okay. Not bad. Does not smell like dead bodies. Smells different. Different smell bad. Does it smell like rock grubs? (laughs) Who can say? (laughs) (laughs) No, these smell like barrels and barrels of rock grubs. These are the nasty snacks that Troy's been eating. (laughs) Traditional snacks of Troy's homeland, rock grubs. And in barrels? It's my birthday. Well, I'm just going to rush back over to the channel and be like, they were just bad snacks. Fuck (laughs) them. Make sure that they're not, like, poison or anything. I mean, the rock grubs are almost certainly poison. Well, I mean, for people who eat them, you know? Like, if I was going to start a zombie apocalypse outbreak, I would do it through food. Oh, and then I'll be rushing back over. Not that I know that there's a zombie apocalypse outbreak because no one gave me fucking context on that yet. Brandon, aren't you glad that we have one smart player on our team? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Hey, Camstar. Hey, what's up, bruh? I don't like that you call her that. I'm at the bottom of the initiative, and I'm rolling for something. Okay. Remind me, what what am I supposed to subtract? So you're rolling a d6 mm-hmm. and subtracting that. And if you are taking the attack action, you also take 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier, which is plus six. Okay. Can you give me damage for that? Uh, yes. Uh, 11 damage. Okay, 11 damage. I'm going to write that down. I rolled a 19 on the dice. Okay. And an attack is plus uh, it's plus 9. Mm-hmm. It's 28. Did you subtract the 6, Holy though? And then I rolled a d6, and it, Chad's face looked back at me with, oh, no. So that's only subtracting. Well, that's 27. Okay. Mm, okay. Okay. Boom. 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 Cammy. You hear the shattering of glass. And, Cammy, you see that the dark figure is moving. 
It's moving inside of the arcane barrier. It's moving below the stadium. It's getting awfully close to Umbi. And then you see a big pink anemone tentacle reach up and grab one of the barrels. You see a bubble of water come up. And then you hear as all of these tentacles, pink sea anemone tentacles wiggling and wobbling from all directions, reach up and grab the rock grub barrels. And then more of them reach higher and higher and bust through the bottom of small key stadium. And everything starts to shake. <laughs> 